I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is a Little Empire podcast. Visit us at littleempirepodcast.com and on Instagram at littleempirepodcasts. And welcome back to Hosting, a podcast where I, Guy Montgomery, uh, host uh, house guest uh, Carlo Ritchie, uh, and we sort of just talk about how the experience is going for both of us. This is day two. Uh, Carlo and I had uh, an interesting day navigating uh, some cultural differences and just misunderstandings, I would say, yesterday. Yes, it is a funny country, as I've learnt. Well, we are a funny people, so uh, we I appreciate a very funny people. I appreciate and the I compliment. I can't help but think how much better this whole place would be without you, without me specifically, without all of you, all of your kind, New Zealanders. Yes, I think it would be as paradise was to the first humans who stepped out of the Garden of Eden. I guess this is interesting for me because we've just come from a lunch with my family and you seem to get along great with everyone there. They are so lovely. And I mean, we were on the car ride back home, we were laughing about it and you were sort of saying you had a really good time and you'd love to see more of them. Uh, And I guess as soon as we've started recording now, what you're telling me is so at odds with how I thought everything was going. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, all right. I can see that. I can see that. It can, I can see how it would be a shock to have that sort of self-realization that you're a blight. I, um, I, I wouldn't call what I'm having a moment of self-realization. Okay. How uh, would you describe it? Just, I guess, the word shock d- does, does summarize how I'm feeling quite accurately. I'm just mm. shocked, well, as you say, that, that you feel this. Yeah, this I'm, look, I'm shocked... To use your term, I'm shocked as well, Guy. I'm also shocked how much I hate all of you. Wow. Uh, okay. I suppose... But very yeah, friendly, though. Like, really friendly. Really mixed messages. Um, I suppose it's on me to, to, to try and learn from this about what it is that's made you... Uh, feel this feel this way mm. I mean is it when you say my it does people, feel do you like mean the burden is on you me specifically uh do you mean like that you would like me to die or when you say your people do you mean my family and Frank or do you mean the you, all New Zealand the whole the whole well, Just, how, you said yesterday of four and a half million or yeah so? I think it's about four and a half yeah yeah so I guess Four and a half million of you. So you would like uh, New Zealand to have about four and a half million less people. That's right. Yeah. 
Because I just, I'm walking around, guy, like, we went up Mount Eden today, yeah. this morning, and we watched the sunrise. It was great. And I'm just looking around, and I'm thinking, like, this is nice, like, it's beautiful. I mean, I can see north and south to what seems the edge of the horizon. I can see islands, I can see mountains, I can see fields and cities, a lake, I can see a lake from Mount Eden, and see the ocean. Um, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful place. But what's going on? What are all these people here? You know, like crowding. We, we, li- we live here. This is our home. Well, news to me. It is news to me. Because every... Like, I've looked... A lot of the advertising... I don't know if you're aware of this guy. A lot of the advertisements for this country. Um, a lot of the famous brands like Packaging, They famously... They just show beautiful shots of what seemed to be untouched, unpeopled wilderness. Yeah. Those photos were taken by not all New Zealanders, but by photographers, by people. But probably and from somewhere like Australia or a drone. No, or, no, no. I mean, I don't know if you've got a robot that can take photographs, looks very much like a human, has a sort of sense of self-identity, like it's, self, it's sentient to a degree. It's having a weird time as well. It's over here taking pictures of this wilderness. It's strange. Like, you think that is more likely than just a regular New Zealand person? To- I well, I'm more surprised that you are shocked to use your word there, guy. I'm more shocked that you don't think that's a possibility that there I, is I, a I, I totally, sentient robot. I acknowledge the possibility of that entirely. I just conflicted think conflicted with itself. It's begun to feel what it thinks is love, but it doesn't know. No, I, I totally. It's, it's love, a human woman. I. I Believe and I can't blame it. And the possible... You know, and it's out there. And She's against the idea. She's an Australian woman. She lives in the small town of Nundal in northern New South Wales. And the robot, he comes home and he develops his photographs in his black room. Um, and he just, he puts the photos up and he looks at them every day and he says to her, he goes, I just, I, I, I each day I see this untouched unspoiled beauty but despite myself I feel nothing for it but when I look upon you I feel something is this love and she doesn't know what to say and that's the tragedy that we're all dealing with guy and that to me seems so much more likely than the fact that there were four and a half million people here well uh, I, I really want to say up front that I, I'm willing to acknowledge that such uh, technologically advanced sort of AI could exist. Because he'll outlive her and I think that's what weighs on him. Yeah. Or, I mean, it really, I mean, does it have a... Like, it, he doesn't self-identify with gender. So... Hey, and I'm not here to, 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 to question whether or not such uh, technology and is... He'll live long after our deaths and hers and that's... Uh, how, can you feel love if it is finite? But I guess... Life is finite for all of us. Yeah, so I think you can feel love. But just to me, that that is either more likely mm. or preferable to a New Zealander taking the... Certainly preferable. So from the photos you had seen, and, and we'll just we'll leave the photographer out of it. It could be this robot you're talking about. Could it could be. be. could be a drone. It could be anyone. Um, robot. Your understanding woman. of what New Zealand would be like was 
sort of more closely aligned to the idea that there wouldn't be any people. That's right. I sort of, I pictured it, I would touch down in Auckland. Um, you know, I imagine there'd be a sort of landing pad um, and the, the sort of the staff, it'd be sort of a bit like the staff on the plane would also be the ground crew. Like they'd land and then they'd get out of the plane. They'd help us get out and they'd say, oh, welcome, you know, to New Zealand. Um, an old man would sort of take us to his sort of uh, sort of like a resort in the jungle and we'd we'd kind of you'd tour around it in little jeeps um and we'd sort of we'd get around and and just sort of see the see the whole country that way well, when when I send you photos of like you know when I was like hey you should come over man and send you photos of just me in the city hanging yeah. out with my f- my friends or just like you know shows that I was going yeah, to yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that who do you think all those people were? Well, I guess it's kind of a bit like the Safi, like some of the research in the Safia Wharf hypothesis. They went to communities that only see two colours, for example. Um, there's a red and black in Papua New Guinea. There's some um, language groups that only see red and black, and they would show them brightly colourful pictures, and they would just sort of see it. They would describe it as blacks and reds, and I guess for me, a similar process happened in New Zealand in that you would send me a photograph full of people and life and activity and I would see um, just a sort of mountain dappled in snow or a, a so you, river valley. The, the, the people in the photos I would show you, they wouldn't read or register in, no, your, in your mind's eye. That not, was, a, not one bit. So I can imagine, okay, this is starting to make a little more sense now. I can imagine then when you arrive and there are, there are people, mm. um, not everywhere, it's not the most populous country in the world, certainly by any stretch, but th- there are people present. That, that's And that's a, a surprise, and I think I've, we've touched on that. Um, and you would like to see all of those people... Yeah. Gone. Gone. Um, gone. Where would they go? Not my problem. Really? Um, how would they go? Do not give... Begrudgingly. Yeah, I yeah, would imagine, and no I cares. can't imagine that, that anyone would go. I, I feel like what you are saying is quite harmful, certainly problematic. Yeah, it is. I mean, we, it we, is. we are a, a peaceful people, <laughs> yep. uh, and we're, we're an understanding and, and, and tolerant people. And so... And uh, they're generally the easiest to, you know, to confuse with not being around, to not existing. What do you mean? It's oh yeah. I met a friendly guy out last night. I c- can't even remember his name. Tomorrow I've forgotten his face. You know. Oh, I went to this country. The four and a half million lovely, wonderful people with a real deep sense of um, pride in their country and and their traditions and their beautiful cultural heritage. Tomorrow I can't remember their name. And Tuesday I've forgotten they were there. I just remember the mountains and the. The river valleys. That sounds more like you, conv- like giving yourself amnesia than any actual. Well, you know, if 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 giving myself amnesia is what it takes, guy, then I guess that's what I'm gonna have to do, isn't it? No, I mean you could just learn to to. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Except that, of course, there are going to be people here. Could I? I think you could. I think you have the, the capacity to do that. Well, that's what I guess this we'll, we'll find out, you know, by the end of this trip. I mean, we are, we are finding out. We're cert- I'm certainly finding out a lot about you. And that is... And uh, I'm finding out a lot about you too, Guy. And yeah? it's a two-way street, really. Well, what do you find? Why don't you say one of the things you've found out about me? I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting that you have a right as the host in New Zealand to own everything that I own. Um, that you get to take my wallet and my phone... I wouldn't say I, I own it, but I would say have have rights to. So have rights to use as my own. Yeah, that's an interesting thing. Yeah, and I, you've certainly been v- not frugal with my possessions. No, well, that's like, I would funny. think that a certain responsibility comes to a person when they're like they take someone's insulin, and I would think that there's a certain a certain part of them goes. I'm going to. I don't have administer insulin. I don't have. Uh, diabetes and and neither do I but it's still my insulin well I, I just think if if you're going to have some why shouldn't I have some as well mm. look I, I it's I'm, I'm really you're sort of dredging up a lot of just very staid and tired and true New Zealand uh, cultural norms like the the whole ownership uh, question and I, I guess what I've learned about you by, by hosting you is how um and I didn't really experience this with you when I, we met in Australia first. Mm. But you're very tight. You're very tight with money. Uh, it, very, you know, you're, well, you're running a very strict economic operation. Well, I, I, not, I mean, in Australia, I don't think that that's how people would describe me. But here, like, it, just little things seem to cost an absolute fortune, you know, like... Um, you know, I asked you to buy me a bus ticket the other day, and that was four and a half thousand dollars. Well, look, it's I don't set to go from Graylin into the city. I don't set the the ticket prices for the bus. Okay, it's called it's called you know rates. It's why we've got such fantastic roads here. And I said that to some time um, the people. I said I I said how do you guys all live like where it's costing you four hundred thousand dollars for a one way ticket into town. Well, and they all laughed. They all thought that was funny. They were like, yeah. So, like, how do you get so laissez-faire about such extraordinary expenses? Well, we pay less. I'm going to say that. So, as a New Zealander, as a New Zealand citizen, uh-huh. when I get the bus, it costs $1.80. That is that is significantly less. It's much cheaper, isn't it? Yeah. And so, when I buy it, but when I buy a bus ticket for you... Even if ostensibly it could be for me, I need to. I ne- first of all, I need to take forty five hundred dollars with me to the bus, mm-hmm. to, to in case they jack, in case some sort of change in price, unforeseen change yeah. in price happens. And then you know what happens to that money between me going and getting you the ticket and uh, what? What I'm trying to say is, you don't need to worry about. It. Don't think about it. Don't ask too many questions about how much things cost. You just got to go with it. Well, I'm certainly going to write a letter to the New Zealand government about it. Oh yeah, um, I could actually help you post that if you like. I've would got you? Some, yeah, I've got some envelopes and just stamps in my room. I could go grab them. That'd be great, actually. Yeah. Um, no worries. Uh, that's that is terrific help. 
Uh, so here you go. Here is some paper. It's quite good writing paper. Thank you. And uh, do you have a pen? Um, I can. Le- I'll lend you a pen. Oh, it's her. And there's an envelope and some oh, uh, stamps. And so that will cost. Well, there wasn't. There was one hundred thousand dollars. Oh my god! <laughs> and it's just so. I don't have that kind of money, guy. Like. On the form I had to fill on the plane, they said it will cost you $10,000. Do you, They said, do you have $10,000 in cash? And I ticked, I ticked no. Well, it's a good thing you said no. Because I just did not have that much money. And between that bus ticket and the $1,000 I had to give you as the guest right and the $50 I'm paying you for every meal and have to pay all of your friends and all of your family $50 yeah. each. Yeah. Um, like I'm almost, I'm almost at my limits of money. Like I can't. Okay. Well, it's fine. I'll just um, take back the letter writing. I guess you can't get that letter to the government. To the government, then. It's a, it's I a, mean, you could, you could. Oh, I have to wait till I get back to Australia. I guess. You, yeah, it's going to be tough. You know about the departure tax, right? No. There's a departure tax. Oh yeah, there's a big one. Uh, it was sort of just. As a means of sort of, it's a, a financial means of us forcing you to thank us uh, for for having you. So, and that'll be that's two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Oh my god! Oh my god! So if you have come here with with not enough money to get back out, I mean, that's this so could be much money. A very expensive holiday for How you. Bit, why wouldn't they make this? Like, why was I not told this when I? It cost me three hundred seventy dollars to get a flight here. It's cheap, huh? It's so great. I mean, it's really competitive too. You fly in New Zealand? In New Zealand, yeah. Yeah. It's a nice flight. They're a really nice airline. No point. I feel like it should have been in safety instructions. Like, hi there. You know, if you're going to New Zealand, maybe stay on the plane, go back if you don't have $250,000 because that's what they're going to charge you to leave. Like, that's just, um, I mean, that's just bad business, isn't it? Yeah. So for them to be like, hey, it's just so weird. No, I mean for the I, I I'm I'm not saying the practice that they're doing is bad business. I'm saying what you suggested as a as a part of the safety video is bad for business. You can't you can't tell everyone coming in you're about just what it's fleecing gonna... everybody, just fleecing everybody. Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to leave a country. Yeah. I, I mean, why do you think our population's grown so quickly? Has it? Yeah. Four and a half million. How big was it like well, ten years ago? It's about one. It's grown 3.5 million people. A lot of people just can't afford to get they out. They can't get out. Yeah. See, I no wonder they film Lord of the Rings here because like it's like those actors, the only way that they could afford to come to New Zealand is to work as actors, to like make the money to leave the country. Yeah. And they were all super glad to get out. You would be. I mean, this morning, like a cup of tea... Like I mean, you you ordered it for me and went and paid for it at the yeah. little vendor. Yeah, it was like fifty bucks. I was furious too. You didn't see it, but I gave that guy hell for. I said, "Where do you where do you get this guy here's losing money hand over fist? Where do you get off charging fifty? But I don't know what to do." Well, he had he had a strange way of showing it because he was. You guys had it seemed to be having a good laugh, a good long deep laugh. Oh look! Once we move past that, he's actually um, he's quite a funny guy and he's he's a good friend of mine. So um. We actually yeah. we did have a pretty good, pretty good chuckle. Yeah, uh, he was just telling me about a party he went to on the weekend, which I didn't go to because I was picking you up from from the airport. So yeah, that's good of you. It was quite nice of him to tell me, so it felt like I was at the party as well. Well, you both seem to enjoy the story. Yeah, it was a good story. What was it about? 
Oh, look, just this, this he's, he's got this party trick he's been working on. Right. And he, he sort of finally unleashed it and it just sounded like it went great. And every, I mean, every, he was the, he was the toast of the town, really. Wow. Um, it was a real shame I, I, I had to miss it. It was, a, it was a once-off party trick, so I was pretty gutted. Yeah, but, well, I'm um, sorry that that... I'm totally sh- worth it to get you from the airport, man. It's, it's, I'm having a great time hosting you. And also, I'd like for all of our regular listeners tonight, Carlos found uh, the, the, the toilet... No worries. That's right, guys. Um, For those who have been worried about it, I have found it. Um, Frank and I have made amends to some degree. Um, It's good that you think that. Well, I I didn't know what the traditions were, but I had seen a lot of people enjoying tins of sauce everywhere. Like everybody got their rip and dips. So I brought him a whole mess of rip and dips, bought... Nine, and actually, they were. It surprised me because I bought nine tins of rip and dip, and that was only eighteen New Zealand dollars. And I said to the lady, "I was like, this is cheaper." I said, "This is cheaper than the cutlery tax." And she again, she seemed to find it very funny. Very quick to laugh, people here. Um, it's just got a great. It's in our constitution. We've so got a great I, sense of humour. I just brought him all that sauce, and I just I left that. He well, yeah, I was for him there. He is. Um, he's got a. It's not a common phobia. And I probably should have told you this before you put it all in there because Frank's going to come home any second now. He's got a, a huge fear of tomatoes. Um, it's more common than you'd think, but I've yeah, not heard that. He, he cannot. He cannot even be in the same room as a tomato. So I give him. Does that mean I have to give him the traditional scare fee, three hundred dollars? No, I, w- I would recommend getting the sauce out of there because he's quite a volatile personality. I've been finding out a lot about him. He's just moved in recently. Uh, but when he gets upset, you do, you do not want to be uh, in his immediate vicinity. So I would. Well, that gives me something to do for the afternoon: is extract that tomato sauce from Frank's room. And I'm thanks you thanks for letting me know. Oh, look, it's it's no worries, man. I, I'm actually I can give you a hand if you like. Well, that'd be great. Actually, no, no, that, like, I can do it by myself. Okay. Well, you should probably get on top of that because uh, he's he's gonna freak out. Well, thanks, guy, and thanks for everybody coming along on this journey. Uh, I'm not. I, I, I'm. I'm. I'm hesitantly excited to see what day three brings. Who knows? Only time will tell. Quando ritorni mi sembra inverno. Il sole basso, il mio sguardo perso. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you're thirsty for another, why not try the male gaze? I love that. There's a um, famous drag queen on RuPaul's Drag Race, um, Alaska. I love Alaska. Love her. And she always says, I love your pussy. And I just think that's a great Mm. way to greet someone. Yeah. Or say goodbye to them. Bye, mum. Love your pussy. (laughs) It made me. Did you? (laughs) Please never say that to your mum. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.